0: it's putting yourself first prioritizing Mm -hmm. yourself and your needs and everything that you want to do before picking up your phone or answering your emails listening to the news or dealing with kids and the animals before you give yourself away to everything else for the whole day take just a little bit of time in the morning to prioritize yourself put yourself first and Mm -hmm. do it every morning welcome to the wayward lasses all the things podcast In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life, and to bring encouragement and community to all of our wayward lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All The Things Podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my increíble mother, Amy.
1: Oh, I love increíble, whatever you said. Hi, guys. This <laughs> <laughs> is another episode that we are without our third person, Courtney. Um, Courtney. The Courtney. charming Courtney. So uh, we do miss you, Court. But she will be back uh, either next week or the following episode. So
0: we, we impatiently, miss you, Court. We impatiently anticipate your return. <laughs> Yes. All right. So, guys, last week we talked about um, the High Five Challenge, and uh, we said this week we're going to be reviewing Mel Robbins' book, The High Five Habit. But before we do that, we are going to do some trivia and a kind of nervous mom that you picked trivia, because I have no idea what you picked. Well,
1: I picked something uh, around exercise, and it actually comes from AARP. Ooh. Uh So this all has to do with exercise. So I'm only going to ask you five questions because I know in the past we've gotten carried away with questions. So number one, which exercise boosts metabolism 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Is it strength training, Pilates, yoga, or kickboxing? Which activity boosts metabolism metabolism 24 24 hours a day? Seven days a week. Strength training, Pilates, yoga, or kickboxing? Pilates. No, I'm sorry. It is strength training. (laughs) Okay. All All right. How about this one? This exercise tool uses your own body weight to loosen tight muscles and improve blood flow. Is it the exercise mat, the stability ball, resistance bands, or the foam roller?
0: I'm going to say the roller ball, the last one. There is no roller ball. (laughs) What did you say? The last one.
1: (laughs) It is the exercise mat, the stability ball, resistance band, or foam roller. A foam roller. (laughs) Yes, you are correct. It is the foam roller. All right. Question number three. Yoga poses designed to stretch and strengthen your body are called stretches, asanas, chakras, or pranas.
0: Mm, asanas?
1: That's what I guess too. Is it pranas? Asanas, asanas is correct. Okay. Very good, Brittany. Uh, two more. So, which woman was the first to star in an exercise program? Was it Jillian Michaels, Debbie Drake? Suzanne Summers or Jane Fonda?
0: Um, All I know is that Jillian Jillian Michaels is like the most famous one. I don't know if she started it. And James Fonda sounds really familiar. So I'm going to go with James Fonda. So it is Jane Fonda. And
1: that is what I guessed too, but it is wrong. It is actually Debbie Drake. And I had to look Mm. her up and she was a fitness person in the 60s.
0: Wearing those like leotards, like the really tight leotards with the crazy tights. (laughs) That was Debbie Drake. All
1: right, last question. Let's let's end on a positive note here. What is the best way to rehydrate after exercise? Eat fruit, drink water, drink sports drinks, or drink fruit juice?
0: Mm. I feel like this is a trick question. It's either B or C. Because sometimes the sports drinks can have electrolytes in them, which can help speed up the process of hydration. So I feel like B is too easy. C.
1: Go with the easy. Mm -hmm. It's drink water. Oh, it's too easy. How
0: do you hydrate? Drink water. Duh. (laughs) All right, all right.
1: All That's right. It. So That's let's it. get back
0: into it. Let's get back into it. So last week, my mom and I, we decided to do the high five challenge and mom did a great job with that. She took pictures every day. How was your experience with doing the high five challenge? Um, I
1: did feel a little silly at first, right? Because you are just standing in front of a mirror and high fiving. And uh, it, was, it was a little silly at first. But I'm telling you, even after the first time I did it. Now the high five challenge was just for 5 days, so I only did it for 5 days. Um it brought a smile to my face and made me chuckle. It made me feel like, yeah, you got this. Uh so I I was good with it. How about you, Brittany? How did you do on the high five challenge?
0: <laughs> I failed miserably. I mean, I didn't take my pictures. I do my affirmations mm-hmm. and I do give myself like a high five, but I didn't do the whole shebang like we talked about last week of the the six steps for a high five habit life, whatever that, but I did not do very well with the high five challenge. I don't think I listened to any of her videos. I didn't post anything. I failed miserably. It has been a rough week, couple of weeks. We are in the process of moving out of our home. So everything is just kind of everywhere and I don't feel an in my zone, but uh, I'm going to try and we're moving next week. Woo. I'm going to try next week to do the high five challenge. I've got it act- it actually, though, it, if you really think about
1: it, like it's it's not it doesn't require a lot. So it, if it's okay, I would just like to go through what the six things were that uh, Mel had suggested that uh,
0: the people participating in the challenge do. Yeah, let's, um, wait, hold on, let's wait on that, because that's at the end of the book. Let's get into the book review. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. But all I just
1: want to say with regards to that is it doesn't. It, it, it should be a, it should be something that you actually do before you get out of bed. So I'm not yes. getting I'm not getting on you, Brittany, for for not doing it. But for those listeners out there, it really does not require much effort. <laughs> um. So we'll we'll talk about what those six things are, uh, as
0: Brittany said. Uh, in Absolutely. a
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Now,
0: like I said, I did high five myself. I just didn't take pictures and post them and like follow along with her in her program that she has. Well, how
1: did you feel about putting, okay, so for those of you, uh, if you recall from last week, we told you to go to High Five Challenge and sign up. What happens is Mel gives you a video to listen to and it ranges anywhere from nine to 15 minutes. That was very time consuming for me. Um, But I don't think you necessarily need to listen to the video to Participate in the challenge. It's just a way to track because another thing that she has you do is just do a, a, a quick journal about so, and she gives you little triggers on what you can what you can write about. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think you necessarily need to sign up to follow through. Just go through with the six things that we'll talk about in a little bit to do okay. with the challenge. But wait, Brittany, how did you feel when you high fived yourself in the mirror?
0: I mean, I've been high fiving myself for like. A couple months now, so I love I love that part of my day. Oh, okay. I lo- I lo- yeah, I love that part of my morning. I do it every morning, um, and sometimes if I it extra throughout the day, I'll high five myself. So it's one of my f- my favorite moments alone with myself.
1: So what actually has helped you? Would you say to maybe remain positive or help
0: you get through a, a stressful day? Absolutely. Yeah. It kind of puts you in the right mindset, you know, even if you wake up uh, full of anxiety or stress or worry about what the day is going to unfold and the things that you have to do, taking that second to high five myself kind of just puts me in the zone and puts a little smile on my face and helps me kind of realign, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Good. that's That's what
1: I wanted to hear. (laughs)
0: all right guys so we're gonna go into a quick little review of mel robbins book the high five habit um first of all i would say that we both loved it would you not agree oh yeah i I, it uh,
1: honestly well i did audible and i just i i every chance i got in the car if i was sitting at home if i had a free moment i was at the doctor's office i just put my airpods on and and listen so it was very easy to listen to
0: Absolutely. And I love how real she is. I think even at the end, she mentioned how the first Audible she did, she got a lot of feedback about how people felt she – they felt that she was sitting right next to them just talking to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt the same way. I felt like it was just a very real conversation and she didn't hold anything back. And I really liked that out of not only the audible, but out of her writing style it was just straight up honesty with everything and how she explained everything and didn't use crazy big words, even though she was explaining a lot of science behind a lot of the techniques that she has. She really went into great depth of explaining everything with, you know, really personal examples that I really um, just felt I connected with. And I, I,
1: I appreciated that she gave those personal examples. Uh, for those of you who have read, there are probably some examples that she's given that you can relate to. I specifically enjoyed her honesty about, uh, when she couldn't deal with something, the stress of something, it just caused her to drink and she would just always be drinking. And that's how she handled any stress that arose so much so that, um, I think she said she was in law school or something, and she was doing an internship for the attorney general of, I think it was Michigan. And she was just constantly drinking and she had showed up one day for work and and the AG was like, hey, you know, where are we with this? And she's like, all right, you know, I I got it for you. Let me go get that presentation for you. And she ended up leaving the office and she never went back. She never went back for whatever reason, but what I appreciate is the fact that she was able to talk about that in her book Um, because there are some things that I've done in my life where I do something that's completely uncharacteristic of me or something that I would never, at least at this point in my life, think I'd do. But I think the reason that she does that is so that the readers can not only relate, But also see that there are some real challenges that she's faced, too. And even though she's a successful person right now, she wasn't always there. She's had struggles along the way. And pointing that out to the readers, I think, is really important because at the very least, it lets them see that, hey, she's human. She's got problems like us. She's been there before.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why I like her so much because that's kind of our whole thing with the Wayward Lasses is is we're real women going through the process and we're gonna talk about our successes and our triumphs and our failures throughout it. And that's one of the reasons why we started this is because there's so many podcasts and things that you follow along with and do. Everyone's already successful. Everyone's already in shape. Everyone already, you know, looks their best. And I wanna hear the struggle. I wanna I wanna go through that with someone and kind of have someone to relate to. And I think that's why. I enjoyed it so much because she really did go through that struggle and laid it out and made it real and made it real that she's not just some successful person. She went through struggles and overcame them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So we're going to jump into a couple of our biggest takeaways. And the first takeaway was, we already talked about the high five, but it was the science behind it. And uh, you definitely have to read the book because we don't want to give too much away, um, but the science behind it. So everywhere. High fives are known as a positive thing whether it's big or small, um, everyone always gives high five. It's like a universal language of, hey, good job. And the science behind it is basically um, your neural connections. If you use high fives in uncommon situations, no matter what it is, like after you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you put on deodorant and you high five yourself, you're telling your brain to make a connection with the habit that you did there. And it's going to make your brain start paying attention to those types of things. Does that? you have anything to add to that, mom?
1: Yeah, I think the thing also is when you think about a high five, and she's had thousands of people who have been successful with the high five challenge, and just doing you—you said you've been doing it for a couple months. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Why does it work? It's because it's so friggin' simple. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't require anything of you except to just kind of go to a mirror and just do a high five. Mm -hmm. And I think you know that it's so stupid simple. That you have to do it.
0: Yeah. Right? And something else is, um, she would kind of describe. And I feel I did the same thing too. We've talked about this in a previous episode where for so long of my life, I want to say years, whenever I looked in the mirror, I would just pick myself apart. I'd be like, oh my God, you're so fat. You're so ugly. You're getting wrinkles. You don't fit into your clothes anymore. And every single time I looked in the mirror for years, that was the conversation I had with myself. And that led me to have a negative mindset. It led Mm -hmm. me to have negative interactions with other people. And that's how that was. So What she's saying, the science behind this whole high-fiving yourself thing is instead of training, instead of having yourself and training yourself to think negatively when you look at yourself in the mirror, train your brain to... Take the experience of seeing yourself in the mirror and making it a positive one where you will eventually start to change your mindset to a more positive one where you can start having positive interactions with people and, you know, completely flip your life over. And it starts just like you said, with a very simple, easy to do couple of second activity where you switch from scrutinizing yourself in the mirror to actually relating it to something that is positive and impactful in your life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So, and the best thing about it is just start it tomorrow morning. When you wake up in the morning, just give yourself a high five. So the next takeaway, um, just to kind of sum it up, is uh, being negative and or being jealous really affects your behavior more than you think. So I'll start with um, kind of the negative behavior kind of stemming off from the way you look at yourself in the mirror, but think about kind of how you go about your daily life and you have tasks that come up, start paying attention to the things that you say to yourself in your head, your internal dialogue before these things come up. Are you kind of tearing yourself down? Are you saying, no, I can't do this, or I won't be good enough, or I'm going to mess up somehow? If those are the types of things that you're saying, one of the takeaways, like I said, from this book is kind of pay attention to those things because that negative mindset, the negative internal dialogue going on in your head is actually going to be- affect your behavior more than you think. In the book, Mel Robbins talks about how I think she lost, missed out on two career opportunities because she had that mindset of, no, I can't do this. So she really takes a lot of time in the book to help you kind of see things differently and flip things. There's a section in there where she kind of challenges you to find hearts Mm-hmm. anywhere anywhere in the environment. And it's really difficult to do so, but when you start training your brain to see something, you'll start to see more of them. So it's the same concept of the negative of the negative thoughts is you can train your brain to see the positive in that. You'll start seeing that more often. Mom, how about you with the jealousy? I think though um before you go on, that
1: also is really closely tied into RAS, and we'll talk about RAS in a few minutes. But as far as jealousy goes, what Mel talks about is there are times where you may have a close friend, you know, a relative, um, maybe even one of your siblings that they've achieved something, whether it be a really high paying job, or they have a beautiful house, or maybe they go and travel. And you look at that person and you're jealous so much so that it starts to affect you in a negative way, or maybe it affects the relationship or the way that you view that person. What Mel's suggestion and guidance is, is to actually flip that around. Don't look at it from a negative standpoint, but look at it as, hey, you know what? I'm going to use you as my inspiration I want to get to that point where I have that beautiful house. So I'm going to work towards that. Oftentimes, at least, and I don't mean to single out uh, one specific generation, but the younger generation has this mindset of, you know, things should come to me right away. I, I shouldn't have to work for it type of thing. But there's a certain amount of work, hard work dedication, consistency that's required in order for you to actually achieve something. So what I love when Mel did that, when she turned around and said, well, don't look at it from a jealous perspective, use it as, hey, I strive for that, or I'm going to use you as my inspiration to get that high paying job. Maybe it's, Hey, you know, what did you do to get that position and talk to that person and look at them with a, with a different lens. Maybe they could be your mentor in terms of, Hey, this is what I did to get that high paying job. This is what I did to get this beautiful house. We saved, we did this, we, you know, X, Y, and Z. But I love that she pointed that out because I think a lot of us at one point or Maybe more in our lives, we've actually been hit by that green-eyed
0: monster. Green-eyed monster. Oh, jealousy!
1: (laughs) Jealousy.
0: (laughs) I love you, Brittany. Uh, and you know, it's, you know, it's interesting. I kind of mentioned earlier, I've fallen off the wagon with my whole routine. Like I'm still working out and I, you know, I do do still high five myself, but I haven't been meditating or reading or journaling. And my whole morning routine has kind of been thrown off kilter. And, um, when you mention that, mom, it's funny because I find myself, especially today, even like I'll be scrolling, mm-hmm. and instead of being positive, I'm I, I'm like thinking negative things about people as I flip through their experience. Mm. Like, oh, I went here and I did this. I'm like, Ooh, must be nice. <laughs> uh, uh. And I noticed that and I haven't done that in a very long time. And I, I, like I said, once I got off my whole routine and like focusing on my health and wellness, that kind of all got skewed. So it's definitely easy. You don't even realize that you're just, if you're mindlessly scrolling and we'll talk about RES in a second, you're just quickly thinking these things in your head and they're negative. Mm-hmm. So definitely challenge you as you're scrolling with either the anger or jealousy, whether it's a task that's coming up, what are your thoughts in your head before you do those things? Or if you're scrolling and you see other people's successes, what are your instant thoughts that you think? If they're negative, I would definitely urge you to take a second and try to evaluate that because it's probably affecting your life and other areas that you're not aware of.
1: You know, she talked about her daughter who did what you did was scrolling through and she had said to her daughter, you know, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh yeah, this girl, she's traveling and this and that. And I'll never have that. And Mel said to her daughter, well, why not? Why won't you have that? You know, what do you want to do with your life? Well, I want to travel. She's like, well, why don't you reach out to that person and ask her, well, how are you able to do that? What steps can I take to, to do what you're doing? And her daughter eventually did it. And I believe if I'm not mistaken is now traveling and
0: working on the road. So. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Okay, guys, so the last big takeaway we want to talk about is the RAS. Uh, we talked about it a little bit in detail last week's episode. We're going to go into it a little bit more because I think this is just one of the biggest ones for us that um, was a big eye-opener for us. The RAS is the reticular activating system. So basically, your brain is taking in so much information constantly all the time. The RAS is your filter that allows you to kind of narrow down the things that you're brain will pay attention to for example like i said last week if you're in a coffee shop music is playing there's people talking cars are driving by the door is opening people are ordering if you hear your name though Mm -hmm. you're immediately going to look up and try to find who called you so that's just an example of kind of how the ras works so mom do you want to take it away from there yeah let me just add to that your name being called is something that breaks the
1: ras um When your safety is threatened, that also breaks your RAS. Believe it or not, signals that your partner wants to have sex is another way to break RAS. And anything you feel is important will break your RAS. So, Brittany had mentioned earlier about negative thoughts. Well, when you are focused on negative thoughts and that's all you can think about, it's telling your brain to scan your environment and find situations, information, anything that's going to validate and keep those negative thoughts going. So Mel says, get those negative thoughts out. Start thinking positive things. You know, that was when you talked about looking for hearts, right? Um, Something totally different. You you find that finding a heart in your environment is an important thing. So now your brain is going to start to scan the environment and look for hearts. But Something as simple as, you know, I'm going to complete this task or I'm going to have a great day. And you keep saying that to yourself and you tell your RAS that that's important. Your brain's going to scan for things that are going to make your day great. Oh, wow. Look, I saved this much money on my grocery bill. Oh, wow. You know, I got a phone call from, you know, somebody I haven't heard from in a long time. Or maybe you found an extra, you know, $10 in your checking account that you didn't think you had anything along those lines. But the thought is you can actually train your RAS so that you can start to think positive and then have
0: that outlook or that effect on your life. Definitely yes. and I like how she um, talks about it as like it's an actual filter uh, like a filter in a dryer and you yeah. have to you have to clean those out. So mm-hmm. it's there's always you know you, you're gonna have to constantly do this, not like always always always, but every now and then you're gonna have to go back and check that filter that you have and and clean it out. just like I was saying, you know if you're paying attention to the way you're responding to things that you're scrolling through or the way that you respond to certain tasks and things that you have to do, if it's negative, it's probably time to clean out your filter. And then, um something else that I like that she talked about that goes with this is um visualizations and oh. and and manifestations. so um she has a journal that you can use and basically we got, we'll talk about this at the end again with the actual habits that she uses for the morning, but taking the time to visualize and manifest the things that you want in your life and by doing those like listing out three things that you want every single day you're going to start training your RAS to pay attention to those things and pay attention to opportunities that will allow you to be successful with the things that you want in life.
1: Do you remember the story that she shared where she was out eating with I think her husband or her father and she saw the painting on the wall and she just kept staring at it. She was drawn to it. But she knew that the artist um it
0: was too was- expensive.
1: It was too – exactly, it was too expensive, but she always kept it in the back of her mind that, yes, I'm going to get that painting. And I forgot how many years went by, but she decided to actually call the place where that picture was hung and ask them, hey, whatever happened with that painting? And they said, well, we don't know what happened, but we can get you in touch with the artist, and you can ask her. And Mel's like, oh, my God, the artist? So she goes on to tell us the story how she got in contact with the artist and she told the I forget the artist's name but Don't she- give, don't
0: give it all away. Okay. Oh.
1: I mean, don't give it they got to read the book. Okay. Well, basically she talks to the artist and she explains to her this painting and she describes it to her and
0: um I think I have to stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to you're just going to you're just going to <laughs> You're just gonna have to read the book. You have to read it. Or listen to it. It's really great. That story, um, it was a really great story and a great example. It made me cry yeah about manifestations and just if you want something you have the ability and the power to make those things happen and that starts with training your mind and mm-hmm. it's so funny i always say this all the time it's from a gorilla song it says no squealing just remember that it's all in your head you know like the fears in the ha- you have and the things that you do or don't want to do it's all it's all in your head and if you can really take the time to train your mind to see and do and react the way that you want it to see the things that you want to see and do the things that you want to do. Um, A lot of great things are in your future. I think one of the quotes I wrote down from the book, change your decisions and you'll change your life. And what will change your decisions more than anything? Courage. Mm. So love that. All right. Go ahead. I was just going to say, even
1: like looking at things from I, uh, or like with a child's eye. Think about children, like oh Kai, right? The kid has no fear. You can't tell him no. I just feel like as we get older, there are so many things that impact how we view ourselves, how we view, you know, the the world, people telling us, "Well, you can't do that." That if you could just reach back or maybe think back to when you were a child and you were fearless and you could do whatever you wanted and nobody could tell you anything different. If we could just hold on to that, that, that would be an awesome thing because that would help us like, no way I could do whatever I want and nobody can tell me no.
0: Yeah. Actually, I saw a meme about that. Our quote about that today on a teacher page, that I'm a part of, and it was like, you know, when you go into an elementary class and you ask them about science, anything about science, they have all these questions, or how does it do that, and when does it do this, and how did it become that, and they ask all of these questions. Kids have so many questions, but if you ask the same questions to high school students, they they don't care. Yeah, some something happened between you know elementary and high school where your creativity and you know, your want and desire to learn and figure things out and be curious has died. And mm-hmm. I think that continues to die as we grow older. I think it's because we're constantly told no. We, we build up these fears that we can't possibly do those things. So I'm not going to be interested in them anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to kind of end it off. Where we talked about them last week, but the um, the high five morning that Mel talks about, um, I thought it would be five, but it's actually six. Um, and they're super easy, really easy things to do in the morning. And we talked about them last week, so we'll go through them quickly. Um, the first thing is put yourself first. So get up when the alarm rings. Um, and I actually have to tell myself that at night. Um, Like Do something for yourself, dude. When the alarm rings, get up. I know you want to go back to bed, but just like get up real quick, take a sip of water and stay out of bed for like 30 seconds and you'll stay out of it instead of running back under the covers. Mm -hmm. So put yourself first, get up when the alarm rings. Number two, tell yourself what you need to hear. Hug your heart and say, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved because that's so important. Sometimes the day has so much ahead of us that we feel overwhelmed with stress and anxiety. So take a second to let your, let yourself know that you're okay. Everything is going to be okay. Give yourself the gift. Make your bed. Um, <laughs> even if somebody else is in it, make your side of the bed because, you know, like we <laughs> talked about last week, you're going to come home later that day and you're going to be able to unwrap that gift and lay down in your comfortable, lovely little bed. Um, <laughs> all right, mom,
1: you want to do the last couple of ones? Absolutely. So the next one, celebrate yourself. Give yourself that high five in the mirror. It's – try it now. It really – it makes me Google. I don't know if it'll make you Google, but it makes me Google. Um, the next one, take care of yourself. When you get up in the morning, put your exercise clothes on. Uh, even if you don't like go to the gym, maybe you'll – walk outside and you know walk up the street to go get your mail. Our mailboxes are are up the street. They're not down the driveway. Uh but take care of yourself and and do some exercise. Uh and the last one, train your RAS, your reticular activating system. Train it to see positive things. Dream in the morning. Picture what it would be like, visualize what your life would be like living out your dream, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think One of the last takeaways I can take from this is it's putting yourself first, prioritizing Mm -hmm. yourself and your needs and everything that you want to do before picking up your phone or answering your emails, listening to the news or dealing with kids and the animals. Before you give yourself away to everything else for the whole day, take just a little bit of time in the morning to prioritize yourself, put yourself first and Mm -hmm. do it every morning. And just like Mel said, she was able to go from what she I feel like she would describe the slums of her life to being a New York Times bestseller and one of the world's best motivational speakers. So there are so many opportunities for you out there and you can do it with something simple as the high five habit. Absolutely. Ma, you got anything else? I do
1: not I think I am good. This was a great, great discussion. I love yes. Mel Robbins.
0: Yes, read the book or listen to it. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, We love that you are here with us on this journey. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast on Apple and on Spotify. And please don't forget to give us that rating. It means so much. Don't forget, we have a Facebook community group and an Instagram. So please make sure you're following us on that. And if you're not what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> make sure you follow <laughs> us so you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we have to share about our health and wellness journeys. We also have a um, if, we also have a website, www.waywerelasses.com where we've got so much stuff on there including mom's blog and a shop. And then if you have a topic you would love for us to hear, make sure you email us at waywerelasses at gmail.com. Mom, you want to sign us off? Absolutely, guys. Again,
1: thank you so much for joining us and until next time, hopefully Courtney will be with us. We are the Wayward Lasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye, Bye guys! Stay classy! I already forgot. Uh, what?
0: <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>
1: <didn't> stop it. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> that stands out in my head is I'm not punching the opening.